0: The final edition Radio Hour is a work of satire intended for people who own books, gentrify neighbourhoods, and say they like kale. Please consume responsibly the satire that is.
1: Hi, I'm Jeff Chrysler, and I'm fake Tony Hendra, and this is the final edition Radio Hour. May was a great month, right, Tony? Indeed it was, Jeffers. Lots of stupid people doing lots of stupid things. I like to think we were there to catch it all and mock it. Indeed, we were. That's why this is a remix of some of our favorite pieces from the month of May. Indeed. Stop saying that. What? Indeed. Indeed, I will. That's that's not even like a British expression. Where are you supposed to be from? It doesn't matter. You wouldn't be able to do that accent either. (sighs) Look. This is a remix from May, and June, as we know, is going to be even more awesome. And yes, it will. We've got our album coming out. Are there any triggers here tonight? And we're working on that Supreme Court project for the Howell Network. Are there any triggers here tonight? And that's not what it's called, Tony. No, I just like saying that. God, I hate listening to your voice, but... Saw us knowing that in five short months, it'll be Trump's America, and you'll be gone. Indeed. <sighs> this is the final edition Radio
2: Hour. Man on the
3: Street! More information is turning up about Donald Trump, including his treatment of women in private, and that he once posed as his own publicist. The final edition asks the man on the street... What do you think?
4: I don't like Donald Trump and I don't support him, but I'm glad that he has spare swimsuits for women in his house because that is a sign of being a good host.
5: To be fair, she was 26, so clearly
4: he does not believe in age discrimination. Look,
3: he appreciates older women. Trump believes in women's equality. He believes that all women are the same. I have it on good authority that Donald Trump doesn't treat these women any worse than he treats his daughter.
4: Are we 100% that Trump didn't think she was a Barbie doll? Yeah, he makes every man that goes to
6: Mar-a-Lago
3: try out his Kung Fu grip.
4: I just feel like that's sending my creepy old uncle out into the world to represent America. I'm just
3: glad NBC took The Apprentice out of the hands of someone who abuses women... And gave it to Arnold Schwarzenegger Trump is going to bring peace to the Middle East by going to Saudi Arabia and agreeing with them about women Gone all over the world to investigate human rights abuses and I've learned a lot of what we could do (laughs) Welcome to the town hall debate for the Democratic presidential nomination Tonight we've gone to great lengths to make this a real town hall meeting So instead of setting up a special gathering just for the candidates This is just a regularly scheduled town hall in Walling, Connecticut we were going to have this meeting anyway. We have not vetted any of the questions. The only questioners live nearby. Let's welcome the candidates. Former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, welcome.
4: It's great to be here. I love a good town hall. I enjoy speaking with the common people. And Senator
3: Bernie Sanders, welcome to Wally. It's a tremendous honor to speak to you tonight. OMG, LOL, let's get to your questions. Audience members, please step to the microphone, state your name, and ask your question.
7: Hi, yeah, I'm Kavina Marsh. I live on North Broad Street, and I got a public notice some restaurants trying to open on Silvermine Avenue, which is around the corner. And that's just going to be a traffic nightmare. So I want everybody to get to the public hearing next week so we can all stop this thing.
3: Uh, do you have a question for the presidential candidates?
7: Uh, sure. Shouldn't the restaurant just move? Uh,
3: Secretary Clinton?
4: Well, I believe residents should be able to shape their own neighborhoods, but we must also find places for our small businesses, so maybe that restaurant could move to, I don't know, the the marina?
3: Senator Sanders.
4: Let me ask you, ma'am, how much money do you make?
7: How much money? I make $300,000 a year. Then I don't care
3: about your problems. Next question.
7: Yeah, hi, I'm Carol T. Berry. I live on Row Street. I have a question about my Verizon bill.
3: Is this a policy issue?
7: Well, I was just on vacation for two weeks in April, so I don't think I should have to pay for broadband for the whole
4: month. Well, I'm afraid you're going to have to take that up with Verizon.
7: Seriously? I just waited an hour to get in here, and you're going to send me to another department?
4: Hi, I'm David Hoffmeyer
3: from Wilsonville. I got divorced a few years ago, and I'm trying to get back out there dating again, but... I don't know. I just don't care about things I used to care about. Does that make any sense to anybody? Okay, I'm going to have to insist that all future questions deal in some way with government policy. Yeah, I have a question. Is it something to do with the federal government?
6: Yes. I have two questions that relate to the federal government.
3: Good. Go ahead.
6: My first question is, how do I get to the Smithsonian from here? And my second question, who is the president currently?
4: Well, I certainly know the president, my old boss, Barack Obama, who has brought stability and sensible government, unless you disagree, in which case I'm willing to talk about it. To
3: get to the Smithsonian, you're going to have to take I-95 most of the way, though you'll be on the 87 and the 287 when you go through New York. Oh, and there are tolls. If I am elected, there will probably be more. Sir, you could just, you could Google those questions. Do we have any serious policy-related government questions for these two candidates for the highest office in the country? Anybody?
5: Your Facebook said there'd be cake!
3: Alright, this town hall meeting is adjourned. The next town hall will be August 7th, which will also be a public hearing on renaming one of the Magnolia Streets to be Magnolia Road, so we won't have two Magnolia Streets.
8: And now, a very special serious world news report from War Reporter Toddler.
9: Dada, I'm here at the grown-up stuff. As you can see, it is bad with Stranger Danger. A constant barrage of uh uh-uhs and boo-boos have turned this once-ha-ha-go place into a no-no zone. Grown-up talks continue between the grown-ups and grown-ups, but with little progress toward okay-happy smiles. At this point, many have worry Tummy about whether one grown-ups will take ball and go home. Locals I've Googled at are frowning, filled with sad monsters, unsure if they will have enough wawa or num-nums to get through the Santa times. Dada, that appeared to be a boom-boom box very close to owie range. Going bye-bye now, my name is Dylan, and I'm this many.
8: This has been a very special, serious world news report from War Reporter Toddler.
3: loins for another straight shooting episode of Old that george the hilarious misadventures of george zimmerman the bad little boy who always gets away with it this week strapped for cash
6: zimmerman it's your landlord joseph t bainbridge the third Where's my rent?
10: Sorry about the delay, Mr. Bainbridge III, but you'll have your money real soon. I got a plan that can't miss.
6: Why, you thimble-fambling flop-doodle.
10: I want my money now. And you'll get it, Mr. Bainbridge III. I'm selling the most valuable thing I have, my gun. what Yep, it's the gun I used to kill an unarmed... Black. Teenager named Trayvon Martin in 2012 And it's gonna be worth millions Zimmerman, if this is another one of your harebrained schemes Honest engine, Mr. Bainbridge III Just look, somebody already bid $65 million
6: $65 million? Who would bid $65 million for a $300
10: gun? It says it's some fella named Racist Shootface. Hope I'm pronouncing
6: that correctly. Wait a minute, George Zimmerman. I don't think that's a real name.
10: Really? Oh, gosh, that's disappointing. But no worries. Who's the next highest bidder?
6: It's a bid of $49 million from Skeevy Killer.
10: Then I'll sell it to him. He sounds like an honest Joe. Zimmerman, you hay-footed Foozler That's a fake name, too. Really? Gosh. Who are the other bitters? They can't all be fake. Limp Noodle Butt Sandwich? Sounds
6: British. Bigoted Skin Flop? I think I know him. Half-Widow Thuggerson. Num Nuts van Bigot Face? Plug Headed Gunowitz? p stained Dandy Pratt? George Zimmerman is a sack of broken jagged rectal thermometers? Hey! I wonder if I'm related to that guy. Hitlerian twiddle-diddle, confederate-ass dip, loser-mikwannabe, human polyp, prolapsed rectum, racialist bedlamite, incompetent sociopathic negrophobe, homicidal microcephalic dogmatist. Well, I don't like them homicides, but I'll sell to one of those other guys. George Zimmerman, you slack-jawed by the hugger muggering, self-righteous, glorified rageaholic. Every one of those names is fake. Well, do you want to buy my
10: gun? It's the one I'm pointing at you right now. Zimmerman. Ah, oh! oh, Zimmerman. How are you gonna get away with this one?
3: Tomorrow, George Zimmerman gets into another domestic dispute, and everyone's still surprised. That's next time on All oh, That George
0: And now the final edition Radio Hour presents 10 Things You Should Never Say On a Job Interview Number 10 Who are you to judge me? Number 9
7: I really have to take a wicked shit Number 8
0: I'm going to need Fridays off so I can fuck your mother. Number seven.
2: I can forgive your sins if you believe in me.
0: Number six. I really need this job. Would you like me to show you how much? Number five.
7: You're an insane degenerate piece of filth and you deserve to die.
11: Number four. Bruno Mars is good, but it wouldn't suck him off or nothing. Number three.
7: Call me old-fashioned,
5: but I just don't like black people.
11: Number two. I had a cat
0: died number one so do you like cock this has been 10 things you should never say on a job interview from the final edition radio hour
11: hello welcome to marriage counseling sharon and ozzy i saw reports of your marital problems in the media and i was very saddened i'm glad you're going to try counseling
1: thank you doctor i'm really at my wit's end
11: Right. The key is communication. Say it with me. One, two, three, communication. Okay, I think. Ozzy, do me a favor. Look your wife in the eye and tell her I understand that you are upset. All right, then. That's a start. How does that make you feel, Sharon?
1: Not good. He just told me, fish stick, copper, ball, rivet, fern, dabble.
11: Yes, that's what I thought he said. This may take a while. I'll put you down for Wednesdays at three. Oh,
12: rivet, fern, dabble.
11: Yes, I'm making a note of that.
1: Thank you, Doctor.
11: Ozzy, I still love you. Oh, you... We're making progress here. Oh, dear. Now, kiss. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, no.
13: no. Is
11: this your tutor, Mom?
13: Now, Sharon,
11: unzip his pants.
13: That's why
11: he keeps the gloves.
12: Oh, my boy. Tony, we got to come up with a promo. Our listeners don't know enough about all the great stuff the final edition does. Even when we tell them it's all this, like, blah, 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 dot, 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 www, URL crap. No one gets what that is on radio. They just tune it out.
0: Well, I have the perfect way to hold their attention while we give them the goods. When I was at the National Lampoon in the 70s, our most famous cover had a cute mutt, with a 38 Magnum to its head, and the legend, "Buy this magazine, or we'll shoot this dog."
12: Yeah, I remember that. But how does that help us? It was
0: a visual image for a magazine. Meet Freckles. Oh, Freckles? <laughs> oh, there, there. Good boy. Yay! What's the matter then? Also, meet my 38 Magnum.
12: Jesus Christ! You have a gun? Don't wave that thing around here.
0: Is that thing loaded? Sure is. Hey, listeners to the Final Edition Radio Hour on Progressive Voices on TuneIn. If you don't stay tuned to this promo while Jeff gives you all the necessary info about our fabulous website and our fabulous YouTube channel and all the fabulous stuff we do, I will shoot this dog.
12: Jesus, man, take the gun out of that defenseless animal's ear.
0: Uh Uh-uh. Give him a good chef. Oh, my God,
12: poor freckles. Okay, fine. Hey, listeners to the Final Edition Radio Hour, you want more of what we do, go to thefinaledition.com. Our radio airs on this network on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday at 8, as well as Wednesday at midnight. We've also got an album, we've got a Twitter feed, we've got a great YouTube channel, Facebook, everything you can want at thefinaledition.com.
0: Now... Tell them to tap all that into their iPhones, or leave themselves an audio memo. No, I won't. I told them enough, Tony. I'm calling yesterday. The tell them. Hey. Tell them, or the dog gets it. I'm cocking the gun right now. Okay, listeners, uh,
12: please uh, write this down. TheFinalEdition.com. TheFinalEdition.com. Go there for everything you want from The Final Edition, or this crazy old British coot is going to plug
0: old Freckles. Okay, that wasn't so hard, was it? Come here, Freckles, you dumb old chum. Hey!
13: Hey, get down! Get get, get down! Get away from me! You crazy... Good job, Freckles. Get Get him! Sicko!
12: Oh yeah, this is Jeff Kreiser for the final edition of Radio Hour on Progressive Voices on TuneIn. 8 p.m. Saturday, Sunday, and Monday nights. Midnight on Wednesday.
0: No, Freckles, put that thing down! You don't have opposable thumbs! No!
3: Ted Cruz and John Kasich have dropped out of the Republican primary, leaving the GOP nomination to Donald J. Trump. The final edition asks the man on the street, What do you think? Hmm, I guess I'm against it.
4: I really identified with him. Because my husband celebrates everything by whacking me in the face with a nail bow. I only have
3: the best apocalypse. It's going to be an amazing apocalypse. You're all going to die. It's going to be incredible. I think he clinched it when he won the Pennsylvania primary. Trump,
6: they love cracked bronze things in Pennsylvania.
3: And so ends Kasichmania.
6: Trump accused Cruz of using Gestapo tactics. And I gotta say, it doesn't seem fair.
3: The Gestapo were way better liked
4: than Ted Cruz.
3: I'm gonna have the best concentration camps. It's gonna be amazing. Gonna be gold-plated.
4: Nobody will be able to escape, because we're gonna
14: build a wall. And I've come up with the best name for it, Trump Blanca. This just in,
4: Trump Blanca,
14: bankrupt. You know what? I was never associated with Trump Blanca. They used my name. I don't know what they're gonna do with it.
3: Is
4: Carly Fiorina still gonna be vice president?
2: Uh, Excuse me? Hi there. I'm Randall. I'm an intern. The home office sent me out here. What do you want? Can't you see I'm busy? You didn't fill out your self-evaluation form. No, I did not. I can't do two things at once. What am I supposed to do? Just let this go? Well, they told me to just ask you the questions and write down your responses. Is that okay? Fine. Whatever. It's not like it matters. Great. Let's get started. Uh, Name? uh, I'm Sisyphus. Duh. Rock, hill, hello. Sorry. Uh, Have to ask. uh, And, uh, what uh, is your position? My position? Your title. What do you actually do? I roll this rock up this hill, you dimwit. And every time I do it,
10: it rolls back down to the bottom. For eternity.
2: Oh. Oh. And I'm the dumb one.
10: Look, is this really necessary?
2: Uh, Sorry. Just a few more questions. Uh, How would you describe the nature of your work? uh, Clerical? Managerial? Executive? uh, I don't know. It's labor-intensive. How about if I write down that it's Sisyphean? Huh? (laughs) Okay, I kind of like that. Uh, On a Uh, scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being best, how would you rank your job satisfaction?
11: Seriously? Seriously?
2: Gotcha. I'm just going to write down one for this whole section. Now, yes or no, do you feel that your goals at work are clearly explained to you? Uh, uh, Weirdly, that's a yes. Uh Do you feel confident that you can achieve those goals? Hmm. Uh, well, I keep doing it, don't I? I'll take that as a yes. Next, where do you see yourself in fi... Okay, you know what? I'm just going to skip to the end. How would you describe the essential nature of your job?
10: Oh, well, well, philosopher and writer Albert Camus says that the very lucidity that was to constitute my torment at the same time crowns my victory. Uh, there is no fate that cannot be surmounted by scorn. Even a universe t- devoid of meaning is neither sterile nor futile. The very struggle itself...
2: Is enough to fill a man's heart. But in your own words? Sucks. Uh, (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, shit. Not again. Look out below. Wow. Tough break. I got to go to my next Uh, interview. Do you uh, know where a Prometheus is? uh, Over that way. The guy with the eagle eating his liver. You'll hear the screams. Fuck. Now I got to start over. Say, you don't want to give me a hand, do you? Can't. I've been sentenced to spend eternity giving questionnaires to mythical figures. Wow. And here I was
11: feeling sorry for myself.
1: From the acclaimed filmmaker who brought you The Civil War on PBS comes Ken Burns' Captain America Civil War. It was a titanic struggle that tore men's souls. During a lull in the fighting, one soldier wrote home.
0: Dearest mother, a right to assure you that I am well. Today, Captain America came around to lift our spirits and to show us some tricks he did with his
9: shield." The fighting has been fierce. I've never seen such CGI. I dare say we'll win an Oscar for sound effects editing. God willing.
1: Indeed, many brave souls would not...
10: What the hell is up with these goddamn sound effects?
13: This isn't a Ken Burns film. It's a Marvel Comics movie.
1: Oh, my mistake. Never mind. Carry on.
13: Captain America Civil War in theaters now. Ah!
5: Sup, world? Holla! It is I, the latest and greatest Kardashian fetus, the human epicenter of a goddamn Game of Thrones level family feud. Half my genes? Social media royalty, Rob Kardashian. The other half, determination, drive, and physical perfection personified. Black China. So you know this party's gonna be banging. Hashtag boom, boom, shake, shake the womb. Right? (laughs) Am I a girl baby yet? Am I a boy baby yet? Nobody knows. I like to keep them guessing. That's my mystique. But you know it. Either way, I'm everything the Kardashians ever wanted to be. Half black. Oh yeah, I said it. Hashtag cultural appropriation. Hashtag fuck that shit. Hashtag crowning with cornrows, bitches. (laughs) Unicorn emoji. Wink. So get ready world cause I'm coming and you know I'm gonna be fine and fierce and mess some shit up and shit some mess up and live my fabulous life and those Kardashians are gonna have to deal. We already know my brother's called king. Anyone wanna bet I'll be queen with a K? Because that's how I work with an E and serve with a snack. Hmm, getting real bitches, that's bitches with a K burn yeah i went there hashtag drink tears auntie kim hashtag not even born insta famous. hashtag kiss my booty because you know it's gonna be fine hashtag yas me out Hi,
3: I'm Ronnie from Ronnie's Daycare and Funtime Playpen, where we promise we won't kill your baby. You got a date night or you just need a break or something, right? Well, drop off the kids at Ronnie's Daycare and Funtime Playpen, where we won't kill them. Or even get close to killing them. Just listen to this satisfied customer.
4: I left my baby with Ronnie for a couple days while I went out of town. And ever since then, the kid's afraid of the water. I mean, even a glass of water, he just screams. But Ronnie didn't kill him.
3: You got to give him that. Other things you're going to like. We're punctual. When you come back from a work shift or a short trip or a long-term absence, we'll be there with your kid exactly when we say. And your kid will be successfully alive. Maybe he fell down a couple of times. We drop a kid now and then. I'm not going to lie to you. Ronnie's people are good traditional people. They believe in stuff. Like me. I believe in stuff, too. Listen, this business has a lot of dodgy operations. And we're proud to be part of it. So what's the problem? Give us your kids for a while. That's Ronnie's Daycare and Funtime Playpen near the Super Fun site in East Rutherford. You're going to be okay with this. You could, could do worse.
12: Hey, this is Luigi, laughing at me. Come on, finally, Radio. I'll be right back. Welcome back to the final
2: edition Radio Humpback.
10: Man on the Street!
3: Utah has declared pornography a public health crisis. The final edition asks the man on the street. What do you think? I just hope the cure is some sort of injection.
4: Well, it is very dangerous to my boyfriend's wrists. I've got carpal tunnel. This
3: will harm Utah's most popular pornographic magazine, Wife Play.
14: Salt Lake City's basketball team is changing its name to the Utah Jizz.
4: That's how Salt Lake got so salty. Gives a
14: new meaning to to the phrase
9: Goblin Canyon. It's a a place in Utah. Pornography isn't natural. You should be having sex with a committed partner in Arches National Park.
6: This is gonna crash the Wi-Fi network in Provo.
9: I'm anti-vo. There will be no ogling in
3: Ogden. If there's too much masturbation, Utah becomes me If porn is the disease... May I be stricken with it This is a, this is all a typo.
4: It's a pubic
14: health
8: crisis.
4: Well, there's going to be a lot of clean movies at Sundance this year.
14: It gives new meaning to the term dry county.
4: Well, I'm not going skiing there if I can't jerk off before I go skiing there. If
14: I stand in New Mexico at the four corners and jerk off into Utah, is that okay? It's encouraged. <laughs>
3: Your Hearing Echoes, I'm John DiLiberto. Rochelle Parmony DiLiberto creates sound visions, part commentary, part sonic texture. A full actualization of rage and disharmony. She joins me in the studio tonight. Rochelle, thank you for coming.
4: John, I'm not a composer. I'm your wife, and I'm leaving you.
3: Rochelle, your early albums emphasize tight harmonies and pastoral lyrics. But lately you've taken a different direction with more message lyrics and atonality that challenge the listener. What inspired this new approach?
4: I don't know, John. It's a lot of things. For the last year or two I've been waking up and thinking, what are we doing here? This is not a real relationship, John. I don't think we've had one moment of real connection in three years. And
3: that desire for genuine connection informs a composition of yours called, John, Are You Even Listening?, Let's hear a little bit of it.
4: Wait a minute. Were you recording when we argued in the car?
3: And the diverse melange of influences, including Aaron Copland and David Byrne.
4: John, are you even listening? I'm talking about your parents. You're dumping this whole thing on me.
3: So it's similar to the tension in Astor Piazzolla's album Tango Zero Hour, which reached a larger audience at the expense of alienating tango purists.
4: John, are you even listening to me?
3: So how do you think the repetition of the song title helped this piece?
4: Well, John, apparently it didn't. You will not stand up to your parents or really confront anything. I'm going away now. Forever. Before you
3: go, could you favor us with one more round of disturbing hate sex? No. Well, thank you for stopping by. As you go, here's a recording of us in the bathroom. It's called, John, Would You Please, 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 Please... Please? Please just stop talking. Herschel Raffeson puts John, people to sleep with Sonic would you please, using synthesizers, please, stolen food, and child please, laborers. He's been banned please, in seven countries, and his latest work is nine hours of white noise please. created entirely with acoustic. Are instruments. you in there? It won the Pulitzer Prize, and John, the question is music John It's Rochelle really music.
7: John it's your wife. Hey, ladies. Are you tired of being inundated with unwanted dick pics? Yes. Do you have so many dick pics you don't know what to do with them? I wouldn't know what to do with one. With our new app, you can turn those useless dick pics into dick pic trading cards. Why? Dick pic trading cards capture the action and drama of modern courtship. No, they don't. I gave this guy my number so he could text me about coffee now i'm staring at his penis not to mention dick pics trading cards are a fun way to connect with friends oh it's really veiny don't show me that trade dick pics with your friends and collect all your favorites you take these no i don't want them too late i just sent you puerto rican guy from my gym oh that creep every dick pic trading card also comes with its own personalized biography Jimmy's dick goes from two to eight inches in six seconds. That's unnatural. And for every dozen dick pics you submit, you get a free bonus. The dick of Brett Favre. Who? Dick pic trading cards. Just when you thought dick pics couldn't get any better. They're never going to learn, are they? Nope. That's why I created this app. What is it? Cockblocker.
4: Cockblocker. <coughs> Welcome back to the Cable News Situation Space. To get an impartial view of both sides of this issue, we turn to our crosstalkers. from Georgetown University and the Washington Post, Professor David Hoffman.
9: Thank you for having me.
4: And our returning guest from the Outer Rim Worlds, a Tuscan Raider. <coughs> Tuscan Raider, thank you for being back so soon and in greater numbers. <coughs> 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 Hello to you all as well. Now, David, we'll start with you. What do you think has made America so divided?
9: Well, Sandra, it's a range of things. Um, first of all, the macroeconomic changes across,
12: uh, change. um, across
9: across numerous regional strata in the
4: country. Okay, okay, a lot of voices right now. Sandra,
9: they're interrupting me.
4: David... Man up, it's a discussion. Tuscan Raider, um. you were saying...
9: <laughs> what? What are they even saying?
12: <laughs> okay.
10: That's a good point. Is it?
12: <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> He's got you there, David.
9: I don't think I understand their language.
4: Well, whatever they're saying, they seem to mean it. Now, your rebuttal. Oh, I. C- come on, man. Okay, our Tuscan guest is writing me a note. Thank you, David. A lot of people are saying bald guys in suits ought to be beaten and robbed. Your rebuttal. Oh, that,
9: that's ridiculous. <laughs> <Come> on, hey.
4: <laughs> Agreed. David, don't avoid the questions. <laughs>
9: Why did they bring weapons into the studio?
4: Oh so now you're against the Second Amendment? No. I, I mean in some ways, I guess. Oh <laughs> I love it. I just love what? it. What
9: what do they keep saying? What is that?
4: entertaining. Now, we're about out of time. Let's get a final word from each of you. Look, if politics breaks
9: down into people yelling at each other, how can we solve <laughs> any of the... Oh, co- come on! Jesus!
4: Hey! Stop interrupting me, you sand people! Jesus, David. Uh, the term is Tuscan Americans. They're,
9: they're, they're sand people? That's where they're from. I don't... Um... Ooh
4: on that retrograde racist note. This has been the Cable News Situation Space. Join us again next week for another totally fair and impartial debate in the sense that I'll allow either side to win by yelling.
2: And now, more Idiot's Pursuit.
13: What 60s hit contains a bridge, a river, and a death by drowning? Ode to Mary Joe. What's the name of Superman's dog? Margot Kidder What university did Helen Keller attend? The School of Hard Knocks Where did the Shah of Iran finally find refuge? Hell What is the national bird of Ireland? The potato What was the biggest hit of World War II? Hiroshima what do you call someone with herpes, AIDS, and gonorrhea? An incurable romantic. Why did Jesus cross the road?
3: He was nailed to a chicken.
13: Who said, the surface is fine and powdery? John Belushi. Who was the little tramp?
3: Shirley Temple.
2: And that was Idiot's Pursuit. Join us next time for more Pursuing Idiocy.
14: Well, right around 1996, President Bill Clinton named General Barry McCaffrey to be the nation's drug czar. And uh, you understand, uh, McCaffrey's a man with two distinguished service crosses. He'd just been catching drug smugglers from South America. So the newspapers all said, how are a bunch of hippies and stoners going to take on Barry McCaffrey? Well, they found out.
13: The Drug War, a film
3: by Ken Burns. It was the biggest coke binge anyone in central Michigan had ever seen. Nine young men, a bachelor party, 17 pounds of Peruvian blow, and two connected rooms at a Holiday Inn Express near the airport in Lansing. They got so high for so long that they missed the wedding. Instead, turning up five days later in California at a Warner Brothers production lot, where they successfully pitched a sitcom about a toy poodle that teaches at Harvard. It lasted three seasons.
4: McCaffrey was being flanked in Hollywood, so he sent Alan Levitt out there because everyone always said Levitt could implant anti-drug messages into literally everything. So Levitt goes to Hollywood, and all of a sudden every drug user on NYPD Blue gains 40 pounds.
6: My dearest General McCaffrey So far I have managed to insert Anti-drug messages Into a Magnum PI episode Three local weather reports And the architectural blueprints For a new branch of Citibank I have also received word That drug abuser Chris Farley Is eventually supposed to grow old And mature into a respected Dramatic actor I've scheduled a lunch with the head of his studio and hope to arrange for different results. Yours
3: warmly, Alan Levy. Meanwhile, Kenneth Blatter in Martinez, California, got so good at smoking pot he could leave his body and travel directly into the sun. The union was losing.
2: My my dearest Annabelle... I'm so high right now. <laughs> I'm so, so high. Am I actually saying things out loud? I, we're all getting slurpees. <laughs> Yours beloved, Kenneth.
14: Then General McCaffrey got word seven people in East Orange, New Jersey had had pleasant acid trips. Well, that was the last straw.
3: General McCaffrey sent a hundred agents into East Orange with one instruction. Harsh, everybody's buzz.
4: They'd hang around the corner, singing off-key, insulting people's hair, really aggressively trying to sell auto insurance. It devastated the whole town.
14: They tricked him. Those teenagers in East Orange, they had all swore off hallucinogens, because what they really wanted to do the whole time was OxyContin.
3: Next week on The Drug War, the government finds out coffee is a drug, and everyone dies.
0: We will return to the final edition Radio Hour after this. I can't think of anything, so I'm just going to say,
3: welcome back to the time... (laughs) Archaeologists in France found an arrangement of rings and structures built by Neanderthals more than 176,000 years ago. It's the kind of building we didn't think Neanderthals did. Final edition, ask the man on
2: the street. What do you think? I'm just going to say what everyone's been thinking. Uh, it's Stargate.
14: I'm the president of France, and I have to concur. I did think that. Then the French surrendered to the Neanderthals. What's
6: really weird is that all those ring structures
3: say Trump on them.
15: Trump built the rings? Well, of course. How do you think you keep the dang old immigrants out? I,
3: for one, am not surprised that Neanderthals constructed such large buildings, as I've seen documentaries where they constructed drive-ins, large office buildings one family would get giant Bronto ribs put onto their cars every week. I don't think that's the last structure built by Neanderthals. I think they're building a football stadium in Inglewood. I think it's fascinating that they finally figured out what happened to the Neanderthals. They saw the ring seven days later no more neanderthals
14: Uh, i've always assumed that a hundred thousand years ago some caveman french person walked into a swamp picked up some snails and fish eggs and frogs and said oh this will be our cuisine are we
3: even sure this is a neanderthal ring and it's not just people have finally discovered euro disneyland
12: <laughs> 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 Aha!
2: No one expects the Hispanic Inquisition!
13: <laughs> Why, Senator Cruz and Carly Fiorina!
1: Our chief
13: weapon
12: is surprise! And... Fear! And
7: uh, fear. <laughs> And a uh, surprise! Yes, no no curses.! No. Oh, no. 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 <laughs> oh,
2: <again>, <laughs> ah No one expects the Hispanic Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs>
13: hey, Fiorina. You're not even Hispanic. Your given name was Sneed.
7: Yeah, you married an Italian guy, then kept his name after you divorced him. Silence! Uh, um, uh, you. Uh, uh, our chief weaponry is fear and surprise. And an almost fanatical devotion to the Pope. Oh, bullshit.
13: You're a Methodist.
7: Silence! Start
13: again! Huh?
1: Our chief weapon is
7: fear. And... 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 an almost fanatical devotion to interfering in people's sex lives. Yes, yes, that's it.
10: (laughs) Read the charges.
2: Are you serious? Hold your tongue, wench.
1: We are the Hispanic... Inquisition!
7: <laughs> you stand accused of. of. of what? Stimulating each other's genitals! So what? For purposes unrelated to procreation!
13: That is none of your beeswax!
7: Silence! It is heresy!
1: Heresy! Yes, heresy! Heresy! You
2: will burn at the stake! <laughs> <laughs> Cardinal! Bring out the stake! <gasps> Here! The steak!
12: Mm, that smells good! Oh, I
13: hope it's rare. Uh,
12: what is that? Piece of smoking meat.
15: Who said bring a burnt
2: steak?
7: <laughs> oh, Oh, start
2: again.
7: ha! <laughs>
2: ah, no one expects the Hispanic inquisition. <laughs> <corset again. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> ah.
9: Hey, if you're going to eat that, can we fuck it?
3: (laughs) And now, the guy who speaks in song lyrics goes to a bar. Hey. Oh, hello.
14: I love you. Won't you tell me your name?
4: (laughs) Okay, I'm Mary. How about you?
14: Uh, My name's Jonas.
4: Well, hello, Jonas. What's your deal?
14: All I can say is that my life is pretty plain. Uh, I like watching puddles gather rain.
4: Oh man, I totally get that. My ideal day is curling up with an armless Snuggie and a bowl of too hot celery soup.
14: Oh my, (laughs) get out of my dreams and into my car.
4: Whoa, slow down, I'm not that kind of girl. We
14: don't have to take our clothes off to have a good time. Oh, no.
4: I'm really glad to hear you say that, Jonas.
14: Hey, I bought that girl a drink. She's with me. You can go your own way. Like hell. I feel like maybe she owes me. What are you going to do about it, pipsqueak McGillicuddy? Well, I want to get in trouble. I'm going to start a fight.
4: Jonas, you don't have to prove you're tough. Please don't do this.
14: I want to be a macho man. Okay, then, macho man. Looks like it's a good old-fashioned barroom room. Dust up. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> I know what it is. It's a one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater.
10: Coming straight for yeah. us! Whoa,
14: here she comes.
6: Watch out, boys. She'll chew you up. How do you even know it's
10: gender?
4: We have to stop this thing. Jonas, you're our only hope. Why are you pouring alcohol all over the bar? What are you doing?
14: Burning down the house. Ah!
4: God, you did it! You saved us all! You're my hero!
14: Well, everything I do, I do it for you.
4: I don't think I'm ready for tonight to be over. Look, there's a karaoke bar down the street. Do you want to go with me?
14: Ugh, no, I hate
11: karaoke.
15: Doctor, uh, doctor, excuse me, doctor. I've swallowed a fly, and I want to know, is it serious?
13: Hmm, well, that depends. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking?
15: Oh, I don't mind at all. I'm 91.
13: Ah, oh dear. You see, in younger middle-aged women, swallowing a fly generally doesn't present too big a risk. But in older women such as yourself... Oh, you don't mean... Well, you might be fine. Or... (gasps) Or what? Perhaps you'll die.
15: (gasps) Perhaps I'll die? I could die? Perhaps.
13: It's possible, I'm afraid. But try to keep calm. I'm going to prescribe you this spider.
15: A spider? Well, now, I didn't go to medical school, but... Well,
13: I did, so you're going to have to trust me. You swallow the spider to catch the fly. Do you know why you swallowed a fly?
15: Well, it was my great-grandson's birthday party, and I...
13: Right. Now, let's see how that spider's working. Some wriggling and wiggling and jiggling inside you, I see.
15: Is that a good sign, Doctor?
13: Is a spider wriggling and wiggling and jiggling inside you a good sign? Hmm. No. Not really.
15: Oh, Doctor, please help me. There must be something you can do.
13: Let me think. Yes! Got it. I'll prescribe you this bird.
15: A bird?
13: Now, this might be a little uncomfortable, but an adjuvant bird really is the optimum treatment.
15: Well, well, a, a bird. You
13: swallow the bird to catch the spider you swallowed to catch the fly. Now open wide.
15: Oh, I don't know why I swallowed that fly in the first place if I hadn't only known the consequences.
13: How does that bird feel? Well, the
15: wriggling, wiggling, and jiggling inside me is a lot better.
13: Good! That's good!
15: Whew. Only now there's a most uncomfortable flapping.
13: Flapping? Oh, no! Is that serious? No, 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 no. Nothing to be alarmed about at all. Nurse! Nurse, fetch the cat! And fetch a precautionary dog, too, while you're at it! Stat! We might have to intubate! No time to lose! Cat, dog, dog, cat! You swallow the dog to catch the cat. You swallow the cat to catch the bird. You swallow the bird to catch the spider. The wriggled and wriggled and jiggled
7: inside her? Exactly. And I swallowed the spider, to catch her fly. I don't know why you'd swallow a fly. Perhaps I'll die.
13: Not if I have anything to do with it. I graduated 41st in my class at John's Hopkins. Good. Good! Looking good, I think. Yes, yes. <coughs> oh no, that's not good. I'm afraid we'll have to No, Doctor, it's too dangerous! God damn it, nurse! I can't lose another one this morning! It's time for the horse!
15: A uh, horse?
13: It's our only hope! Nurse, hand me the saw and the spreader. But We're going to have to crack your jawbone. This might sting a little.
12: Do it!
9: Do it, old woman! Swallow the horse! Swallow that horse!
7: Swallow that horse! Swallow it! Swallow
9: the horse!
7: She's dead?
0: Of course.
9: Are you a non-smoker, former smoker, or someone who's trying to quit smoking? Do you have a wife and kids who are draining the life out of you day in, day out? Well, now you can abandon them with impunity, but without compromising your anti-smoking lifestyle. Just tell them you're running to the store to pick up some proverbial brand cigarettes. Proverbial brand cigarettes offer all of the pretense of leaving the house, with none of the well-documented detriments of smoking. Side effects include freedom, a good night's sleep, no expensive alimony checks, not having to see that horrible brat's face, and most importantly, not throat cancer. So the next time your new baby girl won't stop FUCKING CRYING! GOD! (sighs) Ah... Tell her you're heading out to pick up Proverbial Brand cigarettes. Because you've gone a long way, baby! A long way. And for a more refreshing made-up experience, try new Proverbial Brand mentholated cigarettes. Mmm, that's proverbial.
8: Thank you for listening to the Final Edition Radio Hour. Humans providing their voices to the Final Edition include Bruce Cherry, Jen Dodd, Jim Earle, Rob Gordon, Tony Hindra, Jeff Chrysler, Jeff Hendrick, Dan Vitale, Jessica Park, Barry Lank, Abby Parker, John Marshall. Rachel Rauch Steve Rosenfield James Mount Rob Miller Leah Krinsky Caleb Merrill Andrew Danish Leslie Shapira Antu Shell Darby Worley Ben Kirchner Gil Barron and Bridget Fitzgerald Writers for the final edition include Bruce Cherry James Mount Jen Dodd Jim Earl Ben Kirchner Bridget Fitzgerald Rob Gordon Gil Barron Tony Hendra Jeff Hendrick Jessica Park Ebby Parker Jeff Chrysler, Barry Lank, Leah Krinsky, John Marshall, Kurt Weitzman, Eve Weston, Leslie Shapira, Kate Knowles, Jeremy Rayburn, and Steve Rosenfield. The final edition was produced and directed by Tony Hendra and Jeff Chrysler. West Coast production and direction by Barry Lank. Audio editing and sound design by Greg Russ and Andrew Hammond. The final edition is the property of the Final Edition LLC. Copyright 2016.